Welcome to the People Impact Podcast, because people matter. We used to be HR matters, and now we're taking a wider view. This is for you if you're interested in expanding your perspective on people in your organization and on yourself as a human being. We explore ideas about impacting and improving the way people lead and work together in organizations today. This is for all of you out there who are open to new views, visions, and dreams. Featuring Lisa Dempsey. Hello. And me, my name is Marjorie Langvlug. And Lisa, we are here, just the two of us today, to talk about something that um, came up recently in your leadership coaching practice. Um, and that sounded interesting to me too. It's the question, are leaders born or made? Yeah. Yeah. It's such a big question, isn't it? And mm. it, it, I've seen it turn up regularly. I think it's in the organizations, at least, that I worked within there's always this kind of eternal debate about, ooh, are people sometimes just born with this natural gift for leadership, this natural gift to be able to influence people and get them to come along and you know take risks and go on these big journeys together? Mm-hmm. Or is it really actually something that, that you can train? Is it, is it an acquired skill? Yeah. It does actually, that makes me think of it. It shows up in, in job descriptions, in vacancies as well. Um, you know, sometimes their organizations are looking for someone with natural leadership qualities. Yeah, oftentimes it is described as this natural leadership ability, mm-hmm. right? As if you're just sort of born with it, you know, kind of like you're born left-handed or right-handed and <laughs> yeah. that's just the way that it is, you yeah. know, the yeah. way that you're wired. <laughs> And it, you know, I think certainly my observation over the years has been some people, yes, can be born with a better sort of intuitive feel for mm-hmm. it. But I, I don't believe that leaders are born. I, I, I have a very strong belief that, that leaders are, are made. It is a set of skills, abilities, and mindsets, right? It, it's this whole package. It, it's not just one thing or one group of competencies. That everyone can not only can acquire, but needs to acquire. Mm. It's really important. Yeah, that's an interesting, interesting distinction because, you know, there's being a leader in an organization, leading a team, uh, and then there's always personal leadership and I really like how that term has become uh, bigger and bigger in in the conversations that we have nowadays Uh, because you can definitely you always are a leader of your own life Um, and you can take leadership there and I, I, I think it's very empowering to be aware of that to acknowledge that yeah yeah, not only is it empowering because it is true, you know, and I subscribe very much as well to this idea of it's really important to be learn to be the leader of one before mm-hmm. you can lead many. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so personal leadership is is something that is a predecessor to being able to lead larger groups of people. But I think that that's an important distinction to 
think oftentimes, again, particularly in organizations, people think, oh, well, leaders, that means you need to have a team of people, right? You need to have that formal people responsibility inside of the organization. And that's not always true. Um, there are plenty of people, particularly in many modern matrix organizations, that even if you're an individual contributor, even if you're a technical specialist, even if you're, you know, you have zero people responsibility, you still need to work with other human beings. And there's still a certain amount of influencing them, getting them to get a look get on board with your ideas, collaborate with you. Um, you know, nobody inside an organization is an island, mm-hmm. right? No matter, no matter how small or niche or specialized your, your role might be, or even how, you know, in terms of location, how far away you might be from other people. There's always some level of collaboration and cooperation that's needed leadership right that's inspiration you know it can be a leader in in your especially in your specialty in your expertise mm-hmm. it can be a leader but because something about what you do inspires others uh, there's so many ways in which you can impact other people and what I um one reason why I care about that is that in, in my work experience, I've seen several times, I've seen people who wanted to have that manager role and, you know, think, okay, that's the status that I want of that role, you know, um, being a team leader, having that title. And then they were just really annoyed with well, the, the, the people side of the, of, the, of, <laughs> of the work that needs to be done. It just comes with the job. Yeah, you know, it's great to be a manager, but oh, I'd have to talk to my team and have these, you know, that's a big part of, of, of being that kind of leader. Um, and my, my own thought is that if you can be a leader in all kinds of ways, you don't have to go for the manager role if you don't like that part of the job. Uh, and it is part of the, it's a huge part of the job. So if you don't like that, go do something else and you're still a leader. It's, you know, you can still have an impact. You can still have status. You can still um, um, achieve great things. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think that ties in so well as well with this modern idea of leadership, right? Mm-hmm. That number one, some of those very old fashioned legacy things of climbing the corporate ladder, um, they don't exist in most organizations. Most organizations are no longer in a position, nor should they be, to be offering, you know, A, lifetime employment, B, this sort of, you know, vertical uh, career growth that, you know, well, first you start out managing a team of two to three people, and then it's 10 to 15, and then suddenly you're responsible for a whole entire department, and then it's a whole entire region. And that doesn't exist really anymore. Um, and sometimes I think that's a good thing and a bad thing. You know, I think the good thing about that is it provides more agility, more mm-hmm. agility, not only for the organization, but also for individuals. You know, it is, it, it, you don't have to be a team manager, a team lead, a director or a vice president 
if you don't want to be, you can be perfectly successful in your work, in your job, inside your organization, and most importantly, as a human being, mm. without having to climb that ladder in that, in that very traditional legacy way. Um, I think the unfortunate thing about it, though, is that people really underestimate the skill that is required, the skill that does need to be um, in place and really be brought to life in order mm -hmm. to take on that responsibility for other human beings inside an organization. Yeah. You know, it really is a kind of stewardship. Uh, and I love what you say, if, you know, if that's not your thing, if the people side of it is not what you're excited about, perfectly fine. That's great. You know, own that. Be let that be a part of you and figure out a way to become that that thought contributor, you know, the thought leadership. It's called leadership for a reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Go do what you want to do. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. You know, bring your bring your own thought leadership to life. That's fine. That and that in no way should be considered a failure. So I, I think that's something as well for people to understand, particularly in organizations, that leadership, how we view it, how we understand it, what it really is, um, is changing and is being redefined mm -hmm. uh, as, as we as humans grow and develop, as organizations change. And so is success. You know, success is also something that, that is being redefined. You no longer need, you know, to define your success by how far up a corporate ladder you may or may not have, have climbed. That, that is not significant. Um, leadership is all about impact. You know, you can have a tremendous amount of impact and sit anywhere inside of an organization. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. There's a, <clears throat> sorry. In our in our uh, uh, coaching perspective, the coaching school that we come from, there's a lot of big concepts around um, coaching from the front and coaching from the side and coaching from uh, from behind. So there's all kinds of places where you can stand with respect to other people and still lead them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Leadership is also very much multidimensional. It is yeah. not the space of whoever is most visible or who's in front or who is deciding. Um, you know, I think if you speak to anybody who's ever been in a decision-making position, mm -hmm. they will happily tell you that you know just because they have that decision-making responsibility, a doesn't make it any easier. And B doesn't always mean that people are like fully on board. You still need to have that fundamental skill set, mindset, and, and ability to lead. So let's spend just a couple of minutes talking about actually what that is. You know, what, what goes into what are these skills that leaders need? What what feels important to you? How do you how do you spot a leader in in your domain and, and amongst the people that you know? Mm, good question. Yeah, I'm, um, I think, you know, there's two, two components that I think are, are 
important. It's it's genuine interest in uh, people and how you can serve and guide others to be their best, uh, to be the best version of the of themselves and and what they bring. Um, and in a sense, especially when you are actually leading a team, you know, you can move from one organization to another and that's very different. You know, the, the organization can be very different and the, the leadership can be similar. And then it's about being genuinely interested in what the people in that team actually do, in what in, in the wisdom that is there, the information that is there, the knowledge that is there, uh, and not discount that because you think you already know everything. So there's curiosity that goes both to the the people, the individuals in in front of you, and the content. You know what what do they actually do? What do they know? Um, uh, and what's the you know what are the key key pieces of that business? Mm-hmm. What about you? What's your perspective? Yeah, I think I, I wholeheartedly agree with everything that that you mentioned, and I, and I think there's a, a a smaller, more quiet place where it starts, mm-hmm. and that's having clarity. You know, having having your own grounded clarity, understanding yourself, who mm-hmm. you are, what you're about, and and the ability to remain really intimately connected with that. And I know that may sound really strange maybe to some listeners, but leadership is is often about intimacy. It's about intimately understanding yourself, who you are, what you need, being able to speak to that with clarity. And then once you can, you're able to connect with yourself, it's much easier to connect with the things around you. Mm-hmm. connect to the team, to connect to the organization, to connect to the larger environment and all of the crazy complex stuff that goes on in the world. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for me, for me, leadership, I, I spot leadership ability in, in an individual's ability to understand themselves mm-hmm. and be able to articulate and communicate first and foremost what's going on for them and then when you can do that it it builds a bridge of of connection right Mm -hmm. when you can articulate what it is that's happening for you that allows another human being to better understand you and already then you have the the first building block for collaboration and being able to do things together with other human beings true yeah and it's it's it sounds like a very rich, ongoing journey. Uh, you know, there's always more to learn about yourself in addition to all the things that you can be curious about in the people around you, in the world around you. You know, you every day you learn new things about yourself too. Yeah. So that's a really rich, ongoing journey of, of personal development. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. And, it, and it's, you know, Anyone who's ever worked with me will, they're probably tired of hearing it because it's something that <laughs> ends up all the time. You know, leadership is a practice. It's a mm. daily practice. It is not, it is not a destination. It is not a, a, a final stage of development. It really is. It's not only an ongoing journey, but it's an ongoing active practice. You know, yeah. it's every day choosing who do I want to be and how do I want to show up? 
And how do I want to interact with the world around me? Yeah, and being, being interested in that, being interested in, in yourself in that way. Yeah. 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 And here's the good news is anybody can build those skills. Mm-hmm. Any human being can build those skills, that mindset, and those abilities. Um, you know, again, maybe, maybe there's a handful of people who are born with a, a more intuitive, natural inclination towards that. But that doesn't mean that A, you can't learn it and B, you shouldn't be learning it because here's the thing, you won't get it unless you start working for it. So what are, some, what are some key skills that in your view are a really good starting points to make someone or make yourself into more of a leader? Yeah. Uh, that's a that's a good question where, where to begin <laughs> <laughs> well you start wherever you are <laughs> number mm-hmm. one doesn't matter you know I think where you are in your journey or what what has or hasn't happened to you I think that's also mm-hmm. something that I notice is there sometimes there are people out there who have these ideas that just because they may come from a particular background or might have, you know, some, some bad experiences. You know, I grew up in a rough home or I didn't, I didn't get to go to university or any number of things. Um, they become these, these limiting beliefs that hold people back. None of that has a bearing on, on your ability as a human being to, mm-hmm. to be a leader. I just, I just want to say that again. We, you begin wherever you are. Yeah. Yeah, it begins wherever you are. It, it doesn't matter what what your past may be. Um, you know, all of those things that did or didn't happen for you, it's in the past. You can start. You can start building your own leadership skill at any time, at mm-hmm. any place. And I think one of the most fundamental things is listening. Mm-hmm. You know, really learning to listen, listen to yourself listen to others, tune into what, what it is that is being said, and sometimes even what's not being said. Sometimes mm-hmm. what's absent from a conversation is more telling than what is present. Um, I think that's a really good place to begin. You can start with listening to yourself and really tuning into what's going on with me, what's going on with the people around me, what's going on in, in this larger system, this organization, or this, this bigger place. Um, tune in and listen. You'd be surprised. What about you? What's a good starting point in in your mind? Um, in my mind, what I would add to what you've been saying so far is is um, grow your courage around having your own point of view. And I want to be very specific about point of view is not judgment Mm -hmm. so this is very much the opposite of judging other people this is about having a point of view for yourself uh, about things that is just you know this is how I see it I've been thinking about this if someone comes up with other uh, ideas then you can adjust that point of view You, you nuance it you enrich it but own that. Don't apologize for it. 
uh, you know, let it evolve and 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 change and get richer, but own your own point of view. This is how I see the world. This is what I believe in, what I see. And stand in that. Yeah. Yeah. Stand stand tall in that, in your truth. Yeah. And it's it's your truth. I love what you say about, you know, it, it, it isn't the place of judgment. This is what I think and this is why. And let me tell you all the reasons. Yeah, or all the reasons why what you're doing sucks. No, it's right. not a, that, that's not what no. it's about. And it's, it's, yeah, and it's not about being rigid in that either. Um, but it is about having your own point of view and, and owning that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Standing tall in that truth of you is, is so really important for, for building the leadership capability. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the other thing that I want to say is, is that, you know, it, it's much like, I think we're seeing the same thing happening in the space of relationships, right? There, there are now all of these sort of relationship experts and whether it be Esther Perel or the Gottmans or things like that, you know, we're really sort of coming to this reckoning that these are skill sets we need to build, just like people are not, not naturally born into knowing how to be in an intimate relationship or a family relationship. You know, there, there really is an art and science behind it. There's skills to be built. There are things to learn that they may not seem logical. They, don't, they literally don't come naturally. And there's absolutely, not only is there nothing wrong with needing to learn, needing to, you know, raise your hand and go like, I don't know how to be in an intimate relationship. I find it very confusing and I don't know how to. (laughs) Great. You know, that's a skill set that you can build. You can learn those tools. You can learn from the, the research, the information, all of the tools that are out there. Leadership is very much the same. Leadership is absolutely 99% of it is an acquired skill set is an acquired mindset there's there's all sorts of information and and research and things that are available out there but that doesn't come very easily into view and doesn't happen naturally so not only is there nothing wrong with needing to learn this it is really important to actually take the time Mm. to slow down to learn this yeah sounds like taking yourself seriously enough to uh to give yourself that space yeah yeah Yeah. what would you wish for people who think hmm Interesting. I'm, I'm, I want to dive into this a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe there is something here for me. I guess what I, what I would hope all of our listeners would, would be able to take away from this is number one, realize that you are a human being and therefore you are also a leader, mm. right? You, you, not only are you capable, but you are actually already leading things. It's just a question of whether or not you're doing it consciously or unconsciously. Yeah. So, you know, really take yourself seriously in that regard and give yourself the space to figure out who you are and what you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the most important first step towards yeah. leadership. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, I, I was thinking of a similar thing. Like, you know, even if you're not uh, thinking, oh, it's my ambition to to lead a team, to be a team leader, manager, or whatever, supervisor. Right. Um, 
really consider taking uh, the conscious step of being a personal leader in your own life and being a leader in the life around you. Uh, so that's sort of overlapping what you just said and 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 building on that, um, granting yourself the time and the space to be uh, a leader that is you. Mm. Yeah. To be be that in your way. Because there's as many people are out there, that's as many types of leaders that there are. You know, can yeah. categorize them and group them together <laughs> in different different types and sorts of groups and, and whatever. But you know, what is your way of being that and doing that? Yeah, there is no formula, right? This is this is not a binary, you know, analog world. We've we've gone yeah. fully digital. And it's very, very messy, very dynamic, but it's also really vibrant. You know, the space yeah. leadership is truly vibrant and there's there's space for you and, and your color, your shape, your size. Yeah. And, and knowing that, knowing more about that makes it easier to stand in that as well, stand tall in that. And um, it's, you know, you can pick up things and ideas from from other people and from I don't know which management newsletter you can subscribe to. Uh, but you know, have a look at it, try it on for size if you want. But then, you know, make sure that it fits you. Yeah, yeah. And because it, it's only when it fits you that you can stand tall in the truth of you. If mm -hmm. it's not, if it's not the shape and size of you. Mm, it's never going to quite fit right. It's never going to really resonate. You're never going to be able to really ground yourself in it. And, then, and I love that's something that you bring to your coaching practices, you know, mm -hmm. the, the you size shape, yeah. you know, the, the, the real you. Yeah. And that's, that's a practice of leadership. Absolutely. Yeah. What matters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wonderful. I've enjoyed exploring this with you today. Me too. Yeah. Thank you, Lisa. And thank you, everyone out there listening. We, um, uh, we make our podcast and put it directly online for you to listen to. Uh, you can also find us in your favorite podcast app, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. There's a whole bunch. If you have your favorite one, look us up. Um, subscribe if you can to make sure that you're the first to learn about our newest episodes we have another guest and some really good topics coming up we do love hearing your feedback and sometimes your topic requests um, we love getting your rating and review because that makes it easier for other people to find us we want to forward this episode to someone who might get inspired and we love hearing what's on your mind in the workplace today. Let us know. And until next time, bye-bye. <laughs>